See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. All right, all right. And hey, 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 as they say. The kids say that. They don't say that at all. All right. This is Slow Robot a Go-Go. Big show number 65. And they're all big shows, aren't they're they? They're all big shows. There's no little show. <laughs> exactly. Until we do Terror of Tiny Town. That'll be a little That'll show. That'll be a little tiny little show. Little show. All right. We should do that next. That's a crazy movie. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, who are we? What do we do? Uh, this is Slow Robot A Go-Go. We, do, we review um, B-movies, forgotten movies, often awesome movies that people just don't remember from the days gone by. And pure shit. Yes, and a lot of pure shit. That too. <laughs> yeah. And who are we? Let's see. You can see us at, or not see us, you can find us at slowrobotagogo.wordpress.com. Obviously, those dots are periods. You can listen to us on iTunes. You can listen to us on Stitcher. You can listen to us at the only place to find real music and real entertainment. That would be sliceradio.com.au. You can find us on Twitter that I don't go to. You can sign up for our Facebook group at the link at the bottom of the page. If you go to slowrobotagogo.wordpress.com. And again, I've had too much coffee. Who am I? My name is Mao. And who's with me? As always, the one, the only, the, day, the grave digging. Dr. Morbius. From parts unknown. Yeah, I've, I've, I've come out of the grave to do yes. the show. So, Dr. Morbius. From parts unknown. Do you, did you know that there was a very... I'm not even sure if you're related to this gentleman. Did you know that... Paul Bearer died last week. Yes, Paul Bearer. The, uh, Are you related the, the, to him No, anyway? no, no, not at all. Because not Dr. All. Morbius, from Parts Unknown, is often carrying an urn with the souls of his <laughs> latest victims. It's, it's actually a spittoon, also. <laughs> it doubles as a spittoon. It doubles as a spittoon. Especially when you want to have a coal that just yeah, spit in Yeah, the ashes of the dead just soak up all that tobacco. Yeah, I bring it to work and show it to the people, you know. It's, it's like, it breaks the ice at parties, yeah, as they say. <laughs> yes, but from all, all, from all accounts... The uh, Paul Bearer was a very nice guy, really great. Was really he connected with the Undertaker? Yes, he okay. was. Right. He well, he he was um, the first manager. He kind of when the Undertaker first arrived, which was about twenty three, twenty four years ago. He was like the manager or the guy that sold him as the 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 dead man and all that stuff. And they worked together for a lot of years until I guess Paul Bearer. Um, Wanted to just get out of the business, you know. Okay. But, um, yeah, from all accounts, he was a great guy and, you know, sad to see him go. And uh, he's one of those guys, to be honest, that I was like, he's still alive? He was well, still alive? Like, when you yeah. hear some people, you hear they die and you're like, that dude was still around? Like, you can't, not to be mean, I'm not being mean about it, I like the guy, but, uh, wow, I thought he died, like, long ago. Well, somebody know? said to me at work, he said, oh, Paul Bear died. I go, wait a minute, that horror host, Paul Bear... He died like in 95, and they go, no, the wrestling guy. I go, oh, yes. I forgot about him. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, he, yeah, he looked like one of those guys that probably wouldn't have been a lot around anymore. You know, yeah. not healthy looking, but whatever. That was probably just makeup, too. Maybe yeah, like, yeah, that's makeup. A lot yeah, of it and was all that. Yeah, created. it's a show business. Yep. All right. Well, kind of like us, we're show business. Yes. So I would encourage everyone to join our Facebook group. Um, there's there's some action on there every now and then. We talk about what we're going to put up next, and we talk about what our lists are going to be. 
we had a uh, listener mail come in, um, someone that is kind of listening through our back catalog, and they stumbled upon my top ten sci-fi movies, so they wrote in with theirs, and Inkstress wrote in with top sci-fi movies. Um, Contact, War of the Worlds, the original one, uh, nice one. Uh, Omega Man, very good nice. one. Nice. Aliens 2. Term- okay. Terminator 2, um, which most people think that that was the best one of them. I lean towards Terminator, but in re- but I mean overall Terminator 2 is where it really got crazy cool. Uh, Forbidden Planet, very good choice. Donnie Darko, we never talked about Donnie Darko. No, I never there. saw it. Never. No. Okay. Heavy Metal, which yeah. that, we we uh, that's a. That's one that's, I think, very dated, but at the time when it came out, it was a very cool movie. Uh, Dune and yeah, okay. Star Wars. Star Wars. Yes. Well, I think Inkstress is in deep with the dark side. Or, yeah, or is yeah, the, Re- yeah. the Rebels? I'm not sure. Yeah, the, uh, the, the Federation or whatever. It's, I don't know. Yeah, obviously, we're both dark side. <laughs> yeah, know, well, yeah, so. or, yeah. Yeah, good job, Inkstress. Yes, thank you very much. And we encourage you, if you're listening to any of our old past shows, send in your list for what we've missed, what you think is good and bad and ugly, and we will, of course, put it out there. And send us a request, maybe movies you can uh, tell us to watch. or Yes, and uh, or, you know, whatever. All right, so what have you watched this week, Dr. Morbius? The Sadist. From Parts Unknown. Nice. The Sadist, yeah, a good that's, movie. That's good the one movie. that I, I like more than I should. Me too. Yeah. Our Charles Jr. is perfect as the sadist. He's perfect as Plato. <laughs> God, he's his, great in this movie. He's his, such a, he's such a, he, he's missing a chromosome. I know, yeah. and it's like, <laughs> and it shows really in this movie. He is so awesome. He's like so doughy. I always think if you pushed him against like a newspaper, it would be like like silly buddy. Like like his newspaper would come up with his doughy face. Yeah, totally. I mean, I was surprised because I had. I I had never watched it. I had a VHS. And I never watched it for all these years. And then finally, it was on Turner Classic Movies. So I said, "Well, I'll record it and I'll watch it." And I was surprised how much of a a freaking like depressing, you know? Like, oh yeah, dude. Dark for 1963. You know, it was Straight like up crazy. It was just like, wow. Okay, you know, not bad, not bad. I enjoyed it a lot actually. Yeah. Hey, let's shut the door. Okay. Of course, we're getting uh. We're the getting ca- the famous cat that's on half of my shows. Yeah. Oh, that bastard. Yeah, full gore. Yes. And what else did you see? That's it, man. Yeah. That's all. All right. Well, I have a back catalog of, of stuff. Um, Lionheart and Death Wart, which are both on my path for the Van Damathon. Uh, for those of you just joining us, I am watching every Van Damme movie in chronological order and then doing like a little snippet review, and I'm going to consent, condense them and put them up on the YouTube so that's fun. Um, I just watched Lionheart and Death Warrant. <laughs> Lionheart is where he's uh, he's in the Foreign Legion and he he beats them up and leaves to go cool. avenge the death of his brother. It's cool. insanity. Uh, and then Death Warrant is um, where uh, one of those just he's an undercover cop from Canada who's infiltrates a prison because there's there's a lot of people dying and what it turns out is that everyone's in cahoots and like they're selling body parts. Mm, from the from right. the convicts, you know. Right. Um, one that I watched finally that that I I can't believe I didn't watch it. Uh, Philadelphia Experiment. Oh, the, the time travel with that dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. Now who's that guy that? Michael Pere. Yeah, they they really wanted him to be like an action yeah, star. Yeah, he, he was an Eddie in the Cruiser. Yeah, too. and he really never became anything, did he? <laughs> I, he's okay. Yeah, he's all right. He does an okay movie. I yeah, watched it. I like the movie actually because I'm yeah. a, I'm all about the time travel and stuff. I yeah, love those yeah, movies. Yeah, right. Yeah. But 
I, <laughs> I don't know. Like some of these stars, yeah. they come along, and and um, Arch Hall Jr. is one of them, where they really were trying. And, you mm. know what I mean? Like there was there was a concerted effort to like make them something. Jeff Speakman. And they're just not that thing. Yeah, Jeff Speakman. <laughs> the perfect weapon. The perfect right. weapon. <laughs> and he came around when Seagal and uh, Van Damme were yeah, on the scene yeah. and bye. Uh, that guy probably had very good skills, but you can't keep up what, with the Van Damme. What, 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 what was know? that kung fu movie that the guy's name was like Joe something or other and it was like uh, they tried to make him into a kung fu guy in the 70s. It's, is it called Jaguar Lives or something like that? Oh, Jet, not Jet Jaguar. No, not uh, Jet Jaguar. Uh, uh, I can't think of the title right now, but they try to create a kung fu guy. And this one's got Christopher Lee and all these people in it, and it just didn't. It just like, didn't. No, hit. just yeah. just put that away. Yeah. Yes. Then I watched Species. Which, Species. Uh, yes, which was not a great movie, but that woman yes. is very yes. naked yes. a yes. lot. Yes. Yes. And that very makes much. it kind of okay. Yes, you know? yes, naked, good, and really naked, really and very naked. attractive. So very uh, Natasha <laughs> Entridge. So although that I wouldn't recommend watching it, go ahead and watch, watch it. it. Watch it. Watch <laughs> it. Yeah. It's, uh, well, that's like the southern movie. Did you ever see Life Force? Yes. One about the space vampire. Yes. Very nice naked vampire girl in it. The movie's nothing special, but she's really great in it. So definitely yeah. watch it for that. And at times, that's all it takes. All right, for then me. I, then I watched one that was a complete surprise. It was comp- it was it's called Time Traveler. Now, what's it about? It's uh, time travel. Okay. Yeah, but this is a straight up Japanese drama. Oh, okay. Um it's and it's a current movie. It's I want to say it's probably 2000 maybe 8, but probably closer to 2011, 2010. I'm sorry, I don't have the name uh, or the date. But it was very it was very touching and deeper than I thought it was going to be. Like and and as I'm watching it, I was like, oh, this is very intricate. The plot was very intricate. Um, it was great. Um, I'm gonna watch it again. And it's on Netflix Instant Cue, so I would advise watching it. It's one of those things. They go. She goes back. Her mom's trying to time travel because she has to meet a guy that gave her the time travel formula back in the '60s. So they travel back in time. This teenager, because she goes into a coma. And okay. then, and then the the teenager travels for her mom to find this guy. Okay. And it's very the plot is kind of intricate, and it and it's set in like sixties Japan. Oh, so that's it's even better. Very cool, very funky. Better, yeah. You know, and um, much more touching than than it than you know. I I I, I teared up a little bit at some point at one point of it, and I was like, wow, I usually don't, you know, get that emotionally. Oh, no, really? But, I yeah. didn't know you had you know. I know. I tried to kill that with beer. Yeah. And this one crept out. I, I thought your like, tear ducts were like were like <laughs> sawed sealed. Them shut. I saw yeah, them you shut. Them shut. Wow. I tried to saw those shut with whiskey and uh, and anger, but th- th- it, they broke through. So I would advise seeing Time Traveler. Yeah. Then I watched um, kind of a documentary called uh, Elvis '56. It was about the summer of '56 when he had met some gal, and I don't know, kind of cash grabby, but <laughs> okay. it was okay. You know, it was. If you want, if you like watching some of the clips of him and some of that stuff that isn't always out there in the news, in the you know in the like the approved montage of Elvis, yeah, yeah, then check yeah. it out. But if you don't, if you're not a huge Elvis fan, yeah, I wouldn't bother with it. And then uh, the last one I watched was Battle Royale, which um, totally dug it uh, as usual. I th- I've seen it. I never sat down and I've seen it, but I've never seen it like where you sat and watched it. Very gruesome. Very good movie. So. Sounds interesting. 
Yes, I would advise that too. Okay. All right. Onward and upward. Okay. Now for our, uh, we're going to do something a little bit different this week. Uh, we're going to do. Uh, Is this something that we're really going to like? Yes. Okay. I think it might be. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. That's right, Rocky and Bullwinkle. Now this is something you'll really like. Yeah. Instead of our top ten list, we are going to go with a this or that game. Uh, basically, very simple. We say two words, and the other one replies with their choice. Okay. Um, this or that. Which this one are you going to pick? Yes or Do you want to go first? I'll go first. All right. Okay. Starting with, okay, Raquel Welch and Margaret. And Margaret. Wow. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, nothing against Nicole Welsh, but and Margaret. I kind of know where these are going now. Okay. Automatic, stick shift. Stick shift. Wow. Okay. I've ne- I have never owned an automatic. Really? You, that's a stick out there? Your car? Oh, yeah. Stick speed, baby. Wow. Oh, and I just found out the top end of that thing, 152 miles an hour. <laughs> nice. I got to find a like a nice flat straight blaze I can pound that put, thing Put up. some nitro in <laughs> it, man. <laughs> they put, people put turbo or nitrous on it. They It breaks... Not, it doesn't go 200, but it'll it gets, break 200 if it you gets put close. nitro in it. Yeah. Either that or you'll blow up. Yeah, it's always stick shift. Uh, okay. Gibson Fender. Fender. Hmm. I like Gibson, but I have my, my heart's with Fender. Coke Pepsi. Pepsi. All right. Letterman Leno. Ooh. Oh, no, Letterman. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Leno, I like Leno, but he's kind of gets on your nerves. Okay. After a while. Oh, Kirk Picard. Hmm, tough one. If I was on the ship, ship, I'd rather have Picard because he's much more like, I don't need some goofy guy getting us into all kind of shenanigans. I need the guy that's level-headed. Right. But watching it, oh, Kirk is cooler, banging <laughs> alien blue chicks. Yeah, and, and yeah. I got, but but if, I was, if I was like, you know, blue, red shirt number 10, I want Picard all day long because he's not going to just randomly get me killed. You know? <laughs> okay, all right. Here you go. Bon Scott, Brian Johnson. Oh. I guess Brian Johnson. Really? Okay. I love Bon Scott, but I have more. I have way more. Well, maybe it's because of the body of work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get. I'm going to have to say. I'm going to have to say Bon Scott. You're right. I mean, yeah, I'm going to go back to Bon Scott. I I know where this one's going, but I'll ask it anyway. Zeppelin or Sabbath? Sabbath. Yeah, I know. All day long. Uh, let's see. Uh, I, I don't know if you even like these bands, but whatever. Nirvana or Pearl Jam? Nirvana? Yeah. Pearl Jam, I kind of, I thought they were cool, but then I got really, like, angry with them. I heard yeah. them such, well, they're such dicks. And Are they really Pearl Jam? Yeah, and I was like, screw that. I don't know. You know. Uh, analog Digital. Analog. Right. Said the guy with a wall of vinyl records out there. John Carpenter, <laughs> Corman. Roger Corman. Oh, that one hurts. Uh, I'm, oh, shit. I'm going to have to say Carpenter. Okay. Damn, I'm a fan of Corman. Like, yeah. look how many Corman movies I have I know. out there. Death Race 2000. Oh, my God, I know. What am I going to do? I got, I got to say Car- Carpenter, but that one hurt. That okay. one hurt to say that. Like, uh, I'm sorry, Roger Corman, if you're listening. Uh, let's see. You're not listening. Boris, Boris Karloff, Bella Lugosi. Uh, Bella. Bella Lugosi. Cool. Yeah. Beatles Stones. Ooh, stones. All right. And shaken or stirred? How do you like your stirred. martini? Stirred, okay. Yeah. James Bond. Did, did, how, were we very off on them, all of them? Some of them. Some of them, but Some yeah. Of them. That, what, uh, per, uh, I don't have that on my list, but 
Kirk or Picard for you? Kirk. Kirk all day? Coke. Coke. <laughs> Kirk, Coke, Raquel. Oh, <clears throat> I forgot one. Black and white or color? Movies. Do, mm, color, I guess. No, okay. no, no, but I don't care. Okay. Right. Is there? Can I say that? Can yeah, I say yeah. Because I, I, as I'm thinking, I have no preference really. Because there's been so many awesome black and white movies I love so much. You know? Yeah, yeah. I'm like Zeppelin. I'm Beatles. I'll be Coke. Uh, Leno, Nirvana. I'm with you. You like Boris? I like him better than Letterman. Letterman's a crabby old jerk now. Oh, I Can't haven't seen him it. since the '80s. Oh, God, he's yeah. completely different. He was really funny in the Yeah, 80s, he's still funny, but he's a crabby old man. Oh, that's you know what tough. the problem was? When he lost out on The Tonight Show, oh, he, got he turned into bitter. He got bitter. Oh, I've never seen him since, I uh, literally since the 80s. Okay, well, you there know. you go. All right. I don't think I'm in their demographics. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, well, we have a whole mixture here. Dick Dale or Jimi Hendrix? Hendrix. Uh, Ford or Chevy? Oh, Chevy, Ford, 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 acronym, found on the road dead. <laughs> Chevy, shove it or leave it. Yeah, there you go. No, that's not true. Okay, vanilla or chocolate? Vanilla. Hot or cold? Hot. Uh, boxers or briefs? Uh, boxers. Hot dog or hamburger? Hamburger. Black or white? Hmm. <laughs> Boy, you can get me in trouble on that one. There's no, 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 just the colors, black or white. A black. <laughs> okay. Long hair or short hair? On what? <laughs> long hair or long, short hair? Long, long hair. hair. All right. Um, the 60s or the 70s? Oh, God, these are tough. Yeah, sorry, man. 60s. Robot or monster? Monster. Nice. Yeah. Mm. And that's it. So if we have, if we've missed any of your favorite this or that, Go ahead and send them in. We should do this again. I know. I like it a lot. It's a lot more fun than our top ten list. Yeah. It's a lot easier to it's write, too. It's a lot too. easier, too, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. All uh, right. Okay. And my, let's see. I'll, I'll run through my own list since you ran through yours. Uh, I'm going to have to take Dick Dale over Hendrix because I'm a surf fan. Uh, I'm with you on Chevy. Uh, chocolate. I guess hot. Uh, see, with boxers or briefs, I wear those boxer briefs. Okay. So okay. mine's like both, but I can't say that. Uh, hamburger all day long, black. Short hair. See, that's a tough one too because short hair on me, but I like long hair on women more. That's right. You know, even so, though I like some short-haired women, though. That's true. I Not too I sh- short, though. I should say long hair. I don't know. Hey, whatever, don't matter. Yeah, and I'm with you on the '60s, and of course, for me, robots. Yeah, but, you, but you know what? Robots the, all day long. But you know what? The '60s over the '70s by the thinnest strand ever, because there's so hair. many. By, by 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 the short hair, because <laughs> because the 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 60s were the beginning of like when I started getting into music because I was a little kid. Yeah. But I like there's a lot of there's more 70s bands I think that I liked than 60s bands. So it's kind of like plus it's the tough 70s. One. I I don't know why I the 70s turned to disco. That's the problem. Yeah, that's part of the problem. But it, it ended up turning to punk too. So I, there's a lot I like out of the 70s, but I think the 60s have a much cooler like vibe. Yeah, there's a vibe, the grooviness. Yeah, it's yeah. groovy, baby. It's shagarific or whatever. Uh, uh, like the here's my here's one of my reasons. The pop crap in the 60s sounds a lot better than the pop crap. In, in the, the 70s. Yeah, it's true, you know. Yeah. It had a little bit more feeling to it even yeah. though it was even though it was poppy, some of it it, it, meant it was something. better written. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, It was better played. Even though I like the 70s like Carpenters and all that the the 60s pop 
holds up for me way better than nice. a lot of 70s stuff. All right, we're going to drop in one or two trailers, and then when we come back, we're going to do another uh, Slow Robot A Go-Go first. We're going to put... We, we actually have like a this or that version of the movie we watched. Okay. So, all right. Um, we'll be right back after these trailers. Andy Warhol's Frankenstein, rated X, is here. Walt Disney's turning in his grave. Newsweek magazine says... Andy Warhol's Frankenstein is a perversely fascinating movie. Very bloody. Gory. Gory. It was a trip. Playboy says, swooping bats, severed limbs, human entrails, a hideous decapitating gadget, and some well-turned breasts and buttocks are among the treats that slither off the screen. Yeah, I think it's, uh, it's a type of movie I've never seen before. Sickening. I think it was an excellent film. Judith Christ in New York Magazine says... Andy Warhol's Frankenstein has some very funny things going for it. If you like Andy Warhol, you like Frankenstein, you like X-rated movies, you like night... Yeah, it's freaky movies. It's a really freaky movie. Andy Warhol's Frankenstein from Bryanston Pictures. Rated X. Under 17, not admitted. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, <laughs> it was during the, yeah. So we we're talking about the uh, first trailer for Andy Warhol's Frankenstein, yeah. and, and uh, Doctor Morbius from Parts Unknown was, was explaining it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he needs virgins blood. He can't find any virgins. So. <laughs> I said it must have been in the '60s. That's when they were. And these movies have nothing to do with Andy Warhol. He just stuck his name on. It was directed by Paul Morris. He filmed in Italy, Euro. Oh. But Andy Warhol was gold back then for the they hipster a, crowd. Or they whatever. pulled a Tarantino. Yeah, so there's Andy Warhol's Frankenstein and Andy Warhol's Dracula. Because they... Cause they t- well, the difference between Andy Warhol's Dracula and Andy Warhol and Tarantino is Andy Warhol is actually very talented, whereas Tarantino is very talented at being a copier, a clone. You homage. Know, an homage, an homage master. <laughs> He's talented, though. I'm not going to take it Well, away. yeah. And then... Um, but that that's the newest gig, is that he just slaps on Tarantino present on whatever. <laughs> yeah, pretty soon we'll have a slow robot present something, you know. That'd be nice, bro. Wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now, as I teased a little bit uh, before, this week we decided to... Uh, Dr. Morbius from Parts Unknown is going to... It watched the original Wolfman. Yep. From what yep. year? 41. And I watched the remake, one of the remakes of Wolfman from 2008. And That's the the one you watch is technically the real work, the real remake of the Wolfman. Oh, okay. All the other ones are like low budget. Oh, you know, right. Whatever. And um, 
Now I'm never gonna get this guy's name right. It's not Benicio Guillermo. del Toro. It's not Guillermo. Guillermo. Benicio. Benicio. Yeah. The dude always looks stoned. But whatever. He was in The Usual Suspects. You ever see that movie? No, I haven't, which is yeah, a tragedy. He's, a, he's in that movie. So, we're going to start out, uh, of course, with the original. And I'm going to sit back and listen as Dr. Morbius from Parts Unknown takes us through the journey that is Wolfman. Well, okay, it's the... Universal started out doing... They started with Dracula, big hit. Then they did Frankenstein, big hit. Then they did The Mummy. <laughs> Of course, another big hit. And then they did Mummy sequel. So I guess somehow or another way... Oh, excuse me. They also did a movie called Werewolf of London. Um, that was the first wolf, werewolf movie. But it was it was different from The Wolfman in the sense that The Wolfman is basically the story of Larry Talbot, who's a British... You know, the son of a British... Um, you know, Big Shot has a mansion. You know, Big Shot in the town. He goes to, he goes to the United States, but he comes back when his brother dies... And basically, kind of like he's going to take over the estate or whatever. Uh-huh. So he comes. So he basically comes. This is Lon Chaney and his big. This is his first big role. Now the, he's the son of Lon Chaney Sr. You know, obviously, you know who was the Phantom of the Opera, and all that. So this was like his first starring role, and he actually does a real good job in it. And he actually is the only actor that, in through and through all the Universal movies, actually played. The same character. The Wolfman was his character. Really? Nobody else played the Wolfman. Well, that's cool. Bella played yeah. Frankenstein. Boris played Frankenstein. Glenn Strange played Frankenstein. Lon Chaney played Frankenstein. You know, other guys played the Mummy. You know, other guys played Dracula. But he was the, that was his baby or whatever. So he played it in Wolfman. Frankenstein meets the Wolfman. House of Frankenstein. I'm not sure if it was in House of Dracula. But then the great Albert and Costello meet Frankenstein. So... <laughs> So anyway, Larry comes back to England and he, you know, he's getting acclim- acclimated and he, he spots some like, he, he's got, he was, somehow or another he's like, I think he's an astronomer or whatever and he has his big telescope and he spots this girl in town and he's kind of like, basically peep, peeping on her or whatever and he's like, wow. So he goes, that's good in a town meter. <laughs> nice. And she's like, how do you know me? He goes, well, you know, basically, you know, I've been, I've been spying watch- on you. I've been watching you. For I'm like a creep, that. you know. <laughs> so don't never mind that. Just uh, yeah. So she's like, well, I have a boyfriend. He goes, well, that's okay. I'll be back after work to pick you up. He's like, you know, she's like, wow, and she falls for it too because I guess he's got that Wolfman suave, you know, yeah. whatever, you know. <laughs> nice. So he, he comes back to town and like shows up in front of her door, even though. She's like, whoa, what are you doing here? You know, totally like in today's world, he'd be arrested, you know. Exactly. So, Sprayed with mace. So he shows up and he goes, whoa, you know, and let's, let's, go, to the, let's go to the carnival because there's some gypsies that come into town. Bella Gosi one of the gypsies. And, uh, you know, let's go to, you know, we'll go to the gypsies and have some fun, get our fortune told or whatever. She goes, okay, but here's my friend, you know, so she brings another chick just in case, you know, so it's like two against yeah. one or whatever. And the date rape. Yeah, right. That's you know. what she's worried about. So while he's actually before he they actually go on a date before he gets to out with her at night, he goes to her shop and he's like looking for uh, I don't know some earrings and he goes, well let me get. She goes, well I don't have those earrings you're looking for. He goes, well let me get something. Let me get a cane. So he finds a cane with like a wolf head on it. So I was like, woo, foreshadowing wow. or whatever. These, you know. Wait till you hear how similar these are. Really, some parts. But some parts are like a little bit different. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. So yeah, okay. Okay. So anyway, so he picks her up. They go to the carnival. When they go to the carnival, the one girl gets her fortune told, and the Bella Gosi is is you know one of the fortune tellers along with his mom, and he sees her pe- he sees a pentagram on her hand, 
And he's like, she goes, what? He puts on his face like, she goes, what, what? You know, and he's like, don't worry about it. Come back later or whatever. Yeah. You know, and then the full moon, of course, is out, you know. So uh, she's like freaks out and leaves. And basically what happens is that Bella is a werewolf. And he goes, after she leaves, he starts turning into a, he turns into a werewolf. And he goes, basically he turns into a real wolf. He doesn't turn into a wolf man. He turns into a wolf. And he attacks her. While he's attacking her, Lon Chaney sees it and go runs after to save her. So he's got that wolf cane, and like he grabs as he's killing the girl, he gets the wolf werewolf, and he beats the crap out of it. But in the meantime, he gets bit. Right. So basically, he gets bit, and later he finds out from uh, you know the 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 gypsy woman that if you kill a werewolf but you get bit, the curse is passed on to you. Right. So then at that point. You know, he's he's not knowing what's happening with him. He he passes out. He doesn't know what happens to him. He has all these wounds from the wolf that bit him. And when they take him home, like an hour later, the wounds are all gone or whatever. Yep. So basically, he doesn't know what's going on. So he's turning into a wolf man or whatever. And then as the story goes on, you know, basically the town is all freaked out because there's all these killings. They suspect him, but they, Larry Talbot, but they can't prove it. So, in the meantime, you know, obviously when the moon is full, he turns into the wolfman, he goes out, and the conclusion is basically like, which in a way doesn't make sense to me, uh-huh. because at the very end of the movie, he's he's out there running around like the wolfman, and the, basically the person who kills him, the spoiler alert or whatever, is his, <laughs> is his father. So, basically his father kills him with a cane, but then isn't the father supposed to turn into the wolfman after that? But that was never the case because he got revived and Frankenstein meets the Wolfman to fight Frankenstein. So that, that's the basic idea of the Wolfman movie. Now mm. tell us about the 2010. Well, that's really cool. I mean, that sounds uh, that's interesting. Okay, some of the similarities and then and some stuff is similar, some stuff is different. Okay, so then to follow up, like my I watched the 2010 version. Um, some similarities, some differences. Basically, it starts out with um, uh, Guillermo del Toro. Is, del- he, is he playing Larry Talbot? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but I'm just gonna call him del, uh, del Toro. So del Toro's on the uh, he's on the stage. He's an he's an actor in an acting troupe in America, and this woman knocks on the door and she's like, "Oh, I'm I'm the fiance of your brother, and your brother was." has gone missing for okay. a fortnight or whatever the hell she said. And then he's like, oh, well, sorry, you know, I'm under contract and get out of here. Um, but he was just being a dick. And then she's like, well, how can you? And then she's like, okay, well, I'm out. And, of course, that turns into the love interest. Okay. Um, which, that's the, this, whatever. Okay, so <laughs> that's, like, gross, but whatever. So she splits, <laughs> and then he's like, okay. So then it picks up, and he's on a train. So apparently he said, well, screw you to the... To the acting troupe of America. So is he going and, to England? Yeah. And that, okay. that now it picks up and he's on a train in England. And there's this old dude sitting there in the car. And he's wake, he wakes up and the guy's like, oh, is that your mom? And he's like, yeah, you know, my, me and my brother, my mom died and blah, blah, blah. And the, and the guy goes, oh, well, here's this cane. And he gives him that same cane. The wolf cane. And the wolf cane. And, then, and that one has like, if you do a quarter twist, it, it pops out and it, there's a silver saber in it. Oh. So you know they have to extreme everything up for the new mod- modern yeah, audience and stuff. Yeah, they have to so, steroid it yeah. a little bit. And the guy's like, "Oh no, you know I can't accept that, uh, whatever." And the guy's like, "All right, whatever." So then um, Del Toro goes back to sleep, and then we wakes up. Of course, the cane's sitting there. The old mm-hmm. man bolted out, and 
Oh, whatever. And it's a big wolf head on it. Like yeah, the yeah, whole yeah, handle's yeah. like this savage looking it's wolf cool head. Looking. Yeah, really. Um, if I ever get a limp, I'll, I'll make one of those and yeah, I'll have it, you know, yeah, yeah. I'll blacksmith it up. So then, um, so then, okay, he, now he has this cane and he goes and, uh, he meets, he goes to the, to this really gigantic castle and it turns out that that's his, his dad. Um, you know, it's all in disrepair. Not, well, it's like, there's cobwebs all over everything and that's when we meet Sir Anthony Hopkins. He's, oh, he's the dad. He's okay. the dad. And, you know, he's, uh, the, like I said before, Del Toro always looks like he's stoned, mm. out of his mind. I'm like, at first, I'm like, is this guy like hitting the bong and then going, hold on, I, hold on, you know? But he, I guess that's just how his face is. Yeah, yeah, that's um, his look. Right. Well, his look is high. He should have been Cheech and Chong and Del Toro <laughs> on the reunion tour. But whatever. He's like, yeah, up in smoke, bro, too. Uh, so then uh, they go. He goes out looking for the beast, and it. And there's a lot of full moons. Like that's that's one of the things about these movies. There's there seems to be a lot of full moons. You know, they that's when he turns into a werewolf. They they fast forward over and over. Uh, so they the townspeople are saying, oh, there's this beast out there, and um, you know, and he's with that girl, you know, who was the fiance, and and then um, there's like, oh, this this wolf is ter- or this beast is terrorizing the, the the land, and he gets bit, and then there's um, does he kill the werewolf or whatever? I don't. I don't think... No, he doesn't. Okay. Because I think it turns out that his dad is the one that bit him. Oh, that's different. Yeah, it's crazy. It's Some parts are the same, some parts are different. Because then the guy's like... Um, then they go to the constable and... And same thing where he... The gypsies find him and he get he is like he gets cured in an hour. And then they're like, oh, well, now he's a wolf, you know, and that's the, you know, the beast. And, and they're like, okay, whatever. So he goes to the... Back to the castle and... And then like then then like the romance starts and and like the then the, the 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 police guy's like well it's probably that dancing bear from the from the carnival <laughs> I hate those dancing bears. yeah and and that's then they go there and then they're like we're gonna kill that bear and, the, and this Russian guy's like he just dances he, he can't he's not the killer yeah you know and then the bear starts acting all nutty. And that's because the wolf is running around. Yeah, and then, yeah, then right, the wolf yeah. man comes flying out and starts trashing the place. And they're like, oh, I guess it's not the bear because they're all dead, you know. And then the, then the constable's like, oh, you know, he's trying to chase this thing down. And, and there's a lot of, like, running on wo- on rooftops and shit like that. Like, sure. And the bullet time shooting and all, you know, they really, like, but do the, it. But the werewolf in this movie looks more like American Werewolf in London. Yeah. He's got the snout. Oh, yeah, there. yeah. And the transformations... That's where I kind of always gauge how cheesy the movie's gonna be, um, and this one is is good. Um, okay. Like they show his legs stretching out and like his feet stretching to be that dog's. I don't know what they call that. Like, yeah, the paws or whatever. Yeah, like where they're long, really long, you know. And um, because to be honest, I went into this like expecting to hate it, right? And expecting it to be like just cheese ball all over the place, and I couldn't. Like, yeah. I was like, oh, this is, you know, like, a good movie. And the story was good. So, I, like, as I'm watching it, I really became a fan of it, even though I went in expecting it to be, like... Because I'm... By and large, I hate remakes. Me too. Like... Me too, yeah. And I was just like, okay, here we go with another cash grab piece of shit. But they really did a good job on this movie, you know? And then... And, um... You know, right down to the end, where, the, where it's revealed that the dad is the wolf the original wolf 
right. in the area that's trashing the place, you know, and he has ways of dealing with it. Like there's this chamber behind his wife's like, what's a mausoleum? Yeah, or yeah mausoleum. Yeah, the yeah, thing yeah. on the top of the ground. He basically hides out and he so hides he doesn't out. go out. And yeah, yeah, and he, he, he straps himself down and the kid's like, what is that? And he's like, oh, I'm the wolf or whatever. And he's like, that's not true. And he's like, yeah, it is. And so then, you know, it's, it's okay. Yeah, it's a good movie. I mean, yeah. um, like I said, I, I really went into this expecting to hate it, but um, I can't. You know, it's a it just is good. Yeah, well, I mean, the the original, of course, is like you know, like the the makeup by Jack Pierce is like legendary or whatever, because he really doesn't look like a wolf. He looks more like an ape, but it's just so cool looking because he basically pasted yak hair on this guy's face for I, hours, I, layers of hair ooh. with glue just to get that look. And it was like grueling. In this movie, they show you the, the the they don't show you the transformation like in other movies. There's a little more. They show you the feet changing, the hand changing a little bit, the face a little bit. But in the other ones, like Frankenstein meets the Wolfman, you'll see Lon's head there, and his head must have been like still for hours. And they just go layers of like hair and hair or whatever. I've seen that. I watched that on YouTube where they show <laughs> yeah. that like it must have been terrible. Yeah, but apparently Lon loved it or whatever because that's his. He did four of these movies. Well, he made it his own. He made it his own. Yeah, you know, I, you know, obviously Lon Chaney Jr., Claude Rains, who was the Invisible Man, he was played his dad. Evelyn Ankers, who I didn't get along with Lon Chaney, was the girlfriend who did. She did other movies with him, but she was like well known in the '40s as one of the great scream queens or whatever. Cause, really? Yeah, because she had a big yell. She could scream real well or whatever. She's she's technically what they call the original scream queen. That's Because cool. she was like she was good at it or whatever. It's 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 just an atmospheric. It's it's a classic Universal movie. The only other classic movie, as far as I'm concerned, besides Abbott and Costello, would be that they made would be as far as the monsters go, the creature, which I hope they never remake. Because they'll screw that one up bad. That's one of the few that nobody's ever touched. The Creature from the Black Lagoon. Oh. <clears throat> nobody's you, ever touched that Do you that think one. that's because it's just um, it wasn't like commercially successful enough? No, it's been very commercially successful. I just think that they have... I just think that if they did it, they would roid them up and screw up the creature. It was such a perfect... As far as I'm concerned, my opinion, the Creature from the Black Lagoon is such a perfect costume monster yeah. that I don't think you can improve it. As far as I'm concerned. When I look at that one, which what, what was the other one? I can't remember the other one that uh, MST did it with the the cre- like with one of those um, creatures that was in the the hideous sun demon. No, no, no. It was underwater. It was like a. It wasn't the terror. Was it the bloodwaters of Doctor Z? Oh God, yeah, the bloodwaters of Doctor Z. Yeah. When, but when I think of like how horrible. No, 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 no. It wasn't that one. It wasn't the Doctor Z one. It was the one where they went up went in, into the. Um, Amazon and they found the creature. They they dynamited him. He floated up and then they. Yeah, that was one of the crest classic creature movies. Was that the creature walks among us? No. Hold on for a second. Let's. Uh, it doesn't matter. Well, it doesn't matter. Like, it must have been so terrible for those act for the people playing those creatures. Well, there was two creatures. There in was the a under, land one and an under, an underwater. Well, the one. underwater one, where it's like, yeah. oh my god, and he's still alive. Rico Browning, he, he is still alive. You, sometimes you're surprised he made it through the filming. Because the, those suits are so heavy. I, I, like, I've read a lot of stuff about them and the, like and how the stuff gets wet and the people that are making it don't kind of compensate for how yeah, yeah. terrible it is. Yeah. You know, to me, like, to, uh, you know, 
So, <laughs> eh. Yeah, and, and after, and, you know, obviously the Wolfman, years later there was like the Werewolf of London with uh, Oliver Reed playing the, yeah. not the Werewolf of London, uh, the, uh, oh God, the, the Hammer one. And I can't think of a title right now, you know. But anyway, there was the Oliver Reed one, and there was all the, well, we watched the Werewolf of the Vampire Woman, the Paul Nashi got one. Yeah. Where he, played the, he played the Wolfman more than anybody, though. He made like 14 or 15 of those or whatever, you know. Really? So, Oh yeah, Nashi did like at least fourteen of them. Yeah, Wolfman wow. movies. He's actually the only actor that's played. He's the actor that's played them the most. Those aren't now. Those aren't Universal, right? Um, no, those are Euro, yeah. Euro oh, stuff or whatever. Okay. The Hammer, the Hammer Wolfman one is was distributed by Universal, so that gets kind of, sort of, they own it a little right. bit, kind of, sort of, but. Uh, See, I think uh, with the... Um, and I hate myself for, for not remembering the title of it. Yeah, well, that's all right. I think the... Um, like, once they got... The, the Twilight came out. And uh, yeah. and that got really cool. I think they really just kept... They were like, we'll bring every monster out we can to see if, if yeah. we can make them like that or make them like the Avengers. Because, like, a lot of this stuff now, it keeps coming back out and you're like... I don't know, man. They just reboot it now. They like they're already rebooting the Spider-Man again, even though we just got Spider-Man. So I think they're just they just keep throwing stuff at the wall, like just like this, the Wolfman. Now I don't think this did anything. I don't think it made, no. it made any money. You know, no. Curse of the um, Werewolf would be the Oliver Reed one. I just remember right now. My brain cells take a little time sometimes. But the thing about it, there's two movies that you can that you can that you can. Oh yeah, it lost its ass. Budget was 150 million and it grossed 61 million. Okay. So there won't be a second one of them. There's two movies <laughs> where, where you could say that they improved upon or ruined a style of movie. Okay, Werewolf, American Werewolf from London. Some people think that the transformation, like you see now from now on, whenever you see a werewolf movie now, right. it's that extensive transformation. It's no longer a guy who just has hair on his face. Right, and right, right. He, it, you can take it or leave it. I prefer the original. Whatever you know, most people like the the newer stuff. Star Wars be the other movie. I like the old school sci-fi. Star Wars up the ante for all these special effects and all that. Oh, and that was it, dude. After that, yeah. that there was never anything. There was other nothing, everything. There was nothing, everything else. What so the, you know, yeah. One of the things I take thought it was really it. interesting was after Star Wars came out, like they did that. Um, what was that Mel Brooks one? The Spaceballs. Spaceballs. That the special effects in Spaceballs were as good or better than Star Wars, yeah, because the technology had leapt so yeah. hard, and it was very soon after. It wasn't he did he didn't do that much much later. I mean, no, it was like eighty two maybe eighty four. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it you like after Star Wars, they he pushed the envelope so hard. Uh-huh. People were like, damn. Yeah, he did. You yeah. know, and it's kind of amazing. I mean, there know? was amazing sci fi before this. Take oh. it or leave it. Two thousand and one. Silent Running, a few movies like that, but he basically changed the game right. for better or worse. Uh, for after Star Wars, every movie has to have uh, yes. that look. Well, even when they remade the, the Day the Earth Stood Still, and Gord had to be this crazy I know. silicon thing that just destroyed everything. And well, well, that's my problem with, like, we were talking about that other movie we were going to watch uh, next week or whatever. Right. The, 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 okay, the director was in the round in the 50s and 60s, then he did, he's been directing, but he did that 2001. The reason I prefer the older ones is because at one point, we were ta- I mentioned this before, movies got like steroids. Everything has to be oh, it's in crazy. your face, jumping at you. Everything has to be like so technically in your face that it's just it just becomes, for me anyway, 
kind of like too much. You know, I want I want pull back a little bit, tone it down a little bit. And if you want to scare somebody, then ump it up. But movies now, for me, everything has to be like in your face the whole way. Yeah. There's no, for whatever, for a horror movie, sci-fi movie, there's no, as far as I'm concerned, subtlety as far as what's going on. Everything is like... Well, not, nothing builds. Nothing it's, builds. It's all style over substance. Exactly. Even, even though some movies are styles over substance, the style is so wonderful back then that you you can deal with it. But now it's like this, the style I don't like is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I don't like the style. I and There's no going back. That's the no. problem. That's the problem. Like once it's gotten to this, now it'll... Ne- it Only can, as a parody you can go back. Yeah. Well, that's a shame too because you lost a lot of the what makes movies Charming. truly great. And the charm of the movie or yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's you know. true. The simplicity of it. You know, everything is real complicated. Everything is very technically advanced. We've kind of lost our way in the sense that it's not, it's just too much. It's just overkill. Anyway, that's my opinion. Yeah. I could be wrong. <laughs> well, there's no right or wrong. I mean, it's, okay. it's kind of like, I mean, I don't even know if kids today can watch a black no, and white movie. No, they can't. Like, can't. if you show a kid a black and white movie, they're probably like, what? What's wrong with this thing? What's even though AMC when they do the Walking Dead now they go Walking Dead every Thursday in black and white. I'm like, can I just turn down the color on my TV and watch the original one in black and white? <laughs> yeah, right. But yeah, whatever, you know. So, you know, I mean, guess I guess getting back to it, this does have that modern feel. This is like that. Yeah, I'm sure. A lot of over exciting jumping and shooting and slash isn't it slash isn't there a lot of slashing going on a lot of blood and guts and all some, that some not mm-hmm. it's not either i'm in, insanely desensitized yeah, to it which okay. is a possibility or there wasn't too bad okay to be honest i don't really like some of, i don't like the ultra gore and no, I, I don't, I don't like it either i don't know um it's a it's it's a you, you have to put up with it a lot of times even some of the gre- best movies you just kind of like go oh, well well we we, we are we are going to become over we are becoming so desensitized that something like The Walking Dead is mainstream now, and you can't get as gory as that, you know, on, t- on TV. That's about as disgusting as you can find. Is that on or TV? Whatever. The Walking Dead, the yeah. TV show? Yeah, it's on AMC on Sundays. Wow. That's a gore fest, you know. I mean, more so now, like, they're trying to build up a storyline, but then they have to, like, every once in a while, like, okay, the story's getting kind of boring. Let's just chop some zombie's head off and show you an eyeball, a pup. It used yeah. to be that you go see the movie Zombie, and the, the scene where they, the, the zombie sticks the sticks in the girl's eye is really affecting and scary. This goes on in Walking Dead every week, like like <laughs> nothing. It's like let's just poke a zombie in the eyeball. You know? It's crazy. Did you totally know, desensitized. You know, this is like kind of on the same thing, but it's it's very telling of our modern society. When you go to the shooting range. Um, some some shooting ranges, some better ones, have like these um, targets with gel packs in them. Right. Where when you shoot them, they explode like blood. Like blood, Blood yeah. packs, but never blood. They have zombies and they have aliens and everything is green. Yeah, like, yeah, Like right. they won't put a dude that looks like a rapist and have blood flying out of it. Yeah. They won't do it. They can't. I don't know if they can or can't. They won't. For, for, they don't want to get on TV like as a, being the like yeah. those guys, the the yeah, nut yeah, job yeah, guys, yeah, you know. Yeah. And but for it's totally cool if you're just blowing an alien's head off and green <laughs> shits flying out, you know. Um, yeah, that's exactly it. It's okay if you totally demolish a zombie, poke his eye, cut his head so you can see his guts pouring out. 
Don't do it to a real person. That's wrong. It's like, excuse me. You know? <laughs> well, God help you. I like how we can like cut somebody's head off on TV, but God help you if you have a nip slip. Exactly. The end of the world. You know, exactly. like that. Who's that girl at the halftime show and football or tits slipped oh, out? Oh, uh, Janet Jackson. Janet Jackson. God forbid you show he- a female anatomy on TV. It, it's they are shutting down the the the. Who is it? The NBC, the no, Super Bowl. No, 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 no. Who's who's the people that are the the overseers of the right and wrong? Uh, oh, the censors or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The I don't know who the censors oh, are. It's it's. Okay. Anyway, uh, yeah, th- I I can't believe I can't think of the name of them. They're the ones that are like they come in with helicopters to but shut like standards things. and practices. Or yeah, but uh, there's like one of those. It's like AAP or a- something like that, uh, you know. Okay. Uh, so and they they shut everything down because uh, the FCC. The FCC. That's yeah, right. God, oh my God, I'm sorry, everyone. I was like, yeah, I forgot ah, about them too. My brain know. hurt. They don't mean anything in Australia, so you know. It don't yeah, matter. good point. So, uh, but yeah, I remember like. Every now and then, you'd. I used to watch Benny Hill when I was a little kid. Cause that's every, PBS. Every now and then, there was, uh, there was nudity. nudity and I was just like, oh my God, it was the happiest Same moment Same with Monty Python. Yep. Yeah, yeah. When we were kids, it was like, Cheap Thrills was like catching a boob on Monty oh Python. God. And you worked so hard for it. Yeah. Like, you, you had to had, stay up. You had to work so hard to see just a boob. <laughs> a you boob. Know, when you were a kid, when I was a kid. But yeah. You, Can you imagine getting worked up over seeing a public service commercial showing a woman's naked breast? Yeah, I did, you know. <laughs> That's how it was back in the 70s, yeah. you know. <laughs> Back, back in the desolate time. God, nowadays you just go on the internet and like, oh yeah, whatever. Yep. Hell on earth or Por- whatever. Or heaven YouTube, on earth, whatever. You or know. yeah, you, you, instead whatever, of YouTube. Take your pick, you there's know? yeah, there's just tons of like total nude, total whatever you want. Can we just say we've gone too far now? Nah, maybe not. <sighs> no. Maybe not. Maybe I don't not. know. It, who's to say? Who I think. I I pray. I I'm rooting for the asteroid, but I'm no, I'm, I'm, I'm one of the only ones. I don't want one. the asteroid. I, I do. don't want it. I want it to just go no, boom no, no, and see you no. later, world. No, not me. You <laughs> no, I don't want that shit. <laughs> That's where we differ. I, I mean, yeah. I'm rooting. I'm like, yeah. No, no, that one okay. that missed us, I was like, better luck next time, you know. No, it's okay. It's all right. <laughs> where are we going to go? <laughs> Seems like we're just going down anyway. Everything, yeah, always, well, you know, I mean, shit happens. All yeah. we do is have war. and That's always been the case. There's always been that crap. But anyway, mm-hmm. we're getting all like... Yeah, no, let's let's get back to the movie. Slow, slow politics a go go. Slow like <laughs> slow like world, you know, politics a go go or whatever. We're you're on counter uh, point counterpoint with yeah. with who gives a shit. Yeah, I, you know, uh, I wanted to say something that um, I was on. Well, I have this box at home because of Roku that picks up uh, that gets uh, Netflix streaming. Oh, cool. Yeah. Now it has this channel store, and the channel store I see this thing called Shoutcast.com. So it's a bunch of, I guess it's like a podcast thing, and I found Slice Radio on there, so I was like, wow, we're on the Roku box, and we're on TV, so. Nice. So is that all cool. video stuff, though? What's that? Is that video stuff? No, it's audio. Oh, cool. It's just like, I think it's a channel that has podcasts, and, but you can get it on your TV through your Roku box, so it's got like talk radio, sports radio, Very uh, cool. music, or whatever, and they, uh, huh. there, was, there was Slice Radio. We're slowly building a multimedia empire. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Boy, you know what? We were, and we were like teasing the hell out of like, we're going to be starting doing this video stuff. What happened to that, dude? Yeah, well, we'll, just, we, we, we will. We will. Just, we will. Like, I even bought like the stuff. I have the green screen. We're going to do like, it. All, like, I have this massive camera. We're going to do then, it. We just stopped talking about it. I was like, ah, oh, is it's, that gone? Are we no, is that no, over? No, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. 
<laughs> we just need to get like we just need to get re-inspired into uh, it or whatever. I know, man. The holidays take a lot out of you. Oh, they I kill think. you, man. And then after, maybe in the summer when it dies down a little bit yeah. or whatever, you know, before you go on your excursion. Yeah, I know, dude. And then plus, man, I don't know. I've got, I've got the gear for it. We have like uh, our. We, we both work at the same place, and there's let's just say that there's peaks and valleys where we work. Yeah, peaks and valleys. And yeah. boy, when you're at a peak, it is just flat out. You're tired, man. You're yeah. there a lot of hours, lots of overtime, and that's cool because it keeps the bills paid and it keeps us an extra yeah, money. Yeah, keeps food coming. But in. boy, oh boy, by the end of those like those long runs, you're like. Ah, uh, like slowly we we like the movies we watch are like one or zero because you're just you got nothing, man. You're yeah, just, I'm looking for half hour movies to <laughs> you're watch. Like out of gas, you know. Oh, but yeah. Anyway, so, so once we hit one of those valleys, man, we'll have to bust out a couple. No, of, no, I got I got the gear for it. I'm I'm like ready. Not, you know? Well, we, I think you said we needed to mod it out, right? My mom needs to. Well, yeah, we we'll work on some, it. Uh, we'll work on it. Yeah. yeah, she's good with that stuff. Yeah, you know. So so anyway, so Wolfman, you know. Um, I don't know. I give mine a ten. I don't know what a you give. Yeah, I give wow. mine a ten. It's a classic Universal horror movie. I, I mean, I guess you'd have to, right? Yeah, it's like the first. Dra- well, the first Dracula, not so much. It's like <laughs> the second Frankenstein. Bride Frankenstein gets a ten. See, uh, now that, that that falls into the alien aliens thing. Yeah. Because I I remember on my top ten, that's one thing that Inkstress had written. She said aliens is better, and I said I I I, I can't argue it. I always say alien. But Aliens is a badass movie. Like it's a different movie. It's it an is action a, movie. It is, and yeah, but it's it is better in some ways. In you know, ways. like I can't say has a bigger budget. Oh yeah, you know, and that's the same with Terminator and Terminator Two. Terminator, I'm often saying is better, but Terminators is where it ups the ante. It gets a lot of action, a lot of a very well written script. You know, I think they both are. And maybe I like uh, the original Terminator because I saw it in the theater. I watched it like 90 times when I was a kid, yeah, you know, yeah. just one of those things. So that's kind of the same. Uh, yeah, there's very few movies, as far as for me anyway, that I consider the sequel to be better. But yeah, Bride of Frankenstein, I think, is better. It was made in 35 as opposed to 31. There's actually a musical score throughout the whole movie. There's yeah. better acting. It's a comedy. It's a, It's kind of like a, it kind of like, it's a, it's a, it's, no, well, I shouldn't say it's a comedy. It's a horror movie. But it has a lot of comedic stuff. It has a lot going in it that the original didn't have. The original, of course, is a classic, and it's like yeah. you know, the first of its kind. Well, not the first of its kind. They were doing Frankenstein movies in silent. What am I saying? But it's definitely like a classic. So. All right. Well, which one of those do you think has the best soundtrack? <clears throat> what, as far as the old Universal? Yeah, the old Universals. Because t- like, I always herald the Godzillas for being like unbelievable with their soundtrack. Great. They don't annoy you, but... They're very powerful, which is a fine line. As far as themes go, honestly, I like the Creature from the Black Lagoon theme. It yeah. has a, it's been reused a lot. It has like a, it has like a nice little sting to it. I like that one. A See, lot. I have all the Duders boxes. I, you need to the watch box that I know. I went, I went through the um Franken, not Frankenstein, um, Dracula's. Yeah, I those gave, are okay. I gave him those okay. back, and that's what I think. Maybe I lost my steam because. I was like, do, do eh. the do the creatures, watch the creatures. Yeah, he gave like me that. the box set of that, mm-hmm. that bo- the creature special edition. Duder always buys like the the highest end of the highest end box sets yeah. and stuff. So yeah, I have them sitting there, and I just haven't gotten to to dig into them yet. You know, and it's one of those things I want to do, and I just I'm such a loser. 
mean, you know, I mean, usually like the first couple of movies of each are good, and then they start dwindling or well, whatever. Yeah, then they're cash grabby, and you know, yeah, yeah, it's like, well, I guess it's time to bust one of these out and make a couple bucks. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. Yeah, so getting crazy. It's all good. Well, with mine, I'm not gonna give it such a high. I, oh, do I tell you what? I, I'm actually. I'm starting to get annoyed with myself because I'm hitting a lot of sevens, eights in my reviews. Do you know what I mean? Like, it seems to be like everything. I give everything like, oh, here comes Mao with his, you know, seven. And that's right where this would be, too, because I can't say it's great. I wouldn't give it a nine or a ten, not even close. But it doesn't dip into five territory either. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, when yeah. you watch it, you're like, I like I said, I couldn't fault it. And trust me, I wanted to hate this thing, which is a really bad place to sit when you're sitting and watching a movie. You shouldn't be that jerk. You know, like, be, I wanted to be, like, wanted to hate it. And I found myself, like, liking it. So I'm going to give it, like, an eight, I guess. Okay. You know, it's right. it lost its ass. You're never going to see another one. Um, but, you know, I would suggest... Now I have to go back and watch the first one. Yeah. Because um, that's the other thing. When we did this little experiment, neither of us watched the other one. Right, you know, right. Yeah. Uh, we're going uh, solely yeah, on right. you reviews. You have the first one in on your box right. right there. So I guess I'll have to. Um, if you go by our, oh, that's a tough call. If you go by our reviews, I'm gonna say if you're if you like, if you're not a kid, like younger people, I guess you'd see the new one, because they might be bored with the not older one. Not necessarily. No. No. All right. Well, I mean, by if you go by review, see uh, the original. See the original and watch the remake, and if you, you tell if us you what wanna, you think. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. You know, yeah. I forgot the, the the new one. The remake needs needs some money. So so you know you better <laughs> yeah, you, you better give him something. You know, Del Toro is uh, he's, yeah. He's he, apparently he's always wanted to remake that movie. So it's kind of like you know his like baby or whatever. I just don't think that people care. You know about like the Wolf and they just want to see like you know some. Some, you know, some trendy kind of Twilight or, you know, kind of thing okay. like that. That That's going to drive people to go to the movie theaters. I don't know what drives people to go to the movie theaters anymore, but it's got to be some kind of a gimmick or some kind of a, yeah. you know, some kind of a twist to it. Something that they, you know, somebody they know on TV or something. Because Guillermo del Toro, he's not a household word or anything like that. No. Maybe if Tom Cruise turned B- into Bellini, like... Bellini, Bellini, <laughs> Who? You said Guillermo. Is, this is a, oh, Benicio del Toro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the yeah. guy who did this, actually, I just looked it up just because I was curious. He did Captain America, Jumanji, and Jurassic, oh, Joe Johnson? Jurassic Park 3. So that kind of gives Johnson, you uh, yeah. his... Um, Modus operandi. Yeah, kind of. You know. Yeah, okay. uh, I don't know. You know, what are you going to do? Uh, yeah, yeah. Meh. Go see the original. Go okay. watch them both, but definitely <laughs> check out the original. Go back. It's only like an hour and ten minutes, or it's twenty, maybe yeah. fifteen minutes. It's worth your while to see something so well done. Because Universal was the best at doing all these things. They yeah, were they, they were putting were. tons of money into this stuff. Or they whatever. actually cared. They actually cared. And any back then, anyway. Yeah. So. All right. So that's gonna be it for this week. Next week we are going to be visiting the land of the rising sun. And yeah. we're going to be doing it in a funky 60s fashion. Yep, yep, yep. It's yep. not a monster movie. No. It's not Pinky Violence. No. Nope. Could have nope. been, but it no. isn't. Uh, it's not Octopus Hentai. No. Oh, it's uh, it's very 60s and very awesome. Yeah, it's hip. It was. It's it was, groovy. Yeah, we already watched it. We were going to try for a twofer, but no. I think Dr. Murray's from Parts Unknown is out of gas, and I'm, uh, I have to 
do stuff. So you have to hit the gas. I had to hit the gas. All right. Thank you for listening. Shoot us uh, an email at z e n b o n e at hotmail dot com and join all that other crap I said at the beginning of the of the podcast. And we'll see you next week with swinging Japan, baby. Yeah. Stop button here. It's his night to howl. Dracula's dog, the meanest vampire of them all, has a four-legged friend, and he's out for blood. Crown International Pictures presents Dracula's Dog. Whoops, there he goes again. There's more to the legend than meets the throat in Dracula's Dog. Rated R, under 17, not admitted without parent.